All praises to the Most High and the Most High only. I'm your host, Brownson Arabiji. I'm bringing to you another episode of The Narrow Path of the Righteous. The most I put it on my spirit to speak on preparation. Preparation is vital for righteous men and women in the days ahead. Preparation is the difference between life and death during these judgments and prophecies. Preparation is the difference between how the righteous perceive and understand what's going on in this world versus how the majority of the masses perceive and understand what's going on in this world. Preparation is vital in all aspects of life. The righteous are to focus on preparation in terms of our body, our mind, and our spirit. All of these aspects will keep us courageous, focused, healthy, motivated, in a state of peace of mind. And in a state of righteousness. Preparation will ensure that the righteous don't allow their emotions to direct, guide, or lead them. Preparation will ensure that the righteous don't allow their emotions to turn into fear. to turn into the fear of the unknown that we are witnessing occur in the majority of the masses today. When you look around, you can see the fear in the eyes of the masses. When you look around, you can see the confusion in the eyes of the masses. The righteous already know that the Most High brings calamity to the rebels, the sinners, and those who forsake the Most High. So we are witnessing the word of the Most High and the prophecy of Isaiah among many of the prophecies that Isaiah gave to us come to fruition 
the whole entire world is suffering from calamity. Therefore, many people have a dramatic fear of the unknown. This is a time in the world in which we have never experienced anything like this, as far as we know, in terms of worldwide panic and terror through fear. The masses are running around, not sure where to direct their attention and their focus. A prime example is to t look back a year ago when the wicked elites first gave everyone this fake pandemic. And everybody ran to go collect toilet tissue, aerosols, hand sanitizers, soap, cleaning materials. They thought that this was preparation. They didn't realize that fear was controlling them. And through their fear, they were making their oppressors wealthier. Through their fear, their oppressors continued to mock them. The preparation in which the righteous partook in and continue to partake in is the prioritization of the Most High, the prioritization of the laws, the statutes, and the commandments. We prepare much differently than the majority of the masses. Without preparation, without righteous preparation, a person doesn't have any direction in life. Without righteous pre preparation, a person is left at the hand of this Babylonian system and will be led down any of the numerous wicked paths that are offered in this system. We are going to take a deep dive into the importance of preparation and the need to prioritize aspects in life while we can now, while we have the time while there's still enough time before the judgments really hit home and the prophecies really come to life before our eyes. The righteous can feel in their spirits through their direct connection and vibration with the Most High that something is going on. Many of us can feel in our spirits the changes in this world and how Babylon has already fallen. At this point, if you think that Babylon or these world systems are going to bounce back, you've already proven that you lack wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. You've already proven that you're not studying. You're not obeying the laws, the statutes, and the commandments. 
you're not hearkening to the most high. It's one thing to be positive and hopeful, but it's another thing to be naive and foolish. To den- deny what you see with your eyes and how your emotions are leading you. That is the difference between life and death because you're going to prepare much differently than someone who is righteous. The righteous know to focus on what matters and to take our attention away from Babylon and anything that they give to us, to the masses, anything that they suggest or instruct. If Babylon tells you to look right, look left, and vice versa. If Babylon tells you to move, stay put, and vice versa. We are to not partake in anything that we're told to do in Babylon because these actions will have immediate and long-term consequences. If you are continuing to fight and support these Babylonian systems, know that there will be consequences. Whether they're immediate or long term, just know that they'll happen. The masses are being led to the slaughter as we speak. The vaccines are here. The ushering in of the new world order is here under the guise of a fake pandemic. The majority of the masses have given up what was left of their rights, their God-given rights to these wicked elites and have openly, even boastfully and willingly accepted anything that they're given. The masses are guinea pigs and are being experimented on right as we speak. The wicked elites have contrived the biggest hoax known to man and the hoax will succeed up to a certain point. The righteous can look at things in the perspective of the Most High. The righteous are able to look at things from the perspective of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. All of which are to help us determine how to prepare for the things ahead. We best believe that as long as we stay righteous and we control what we control through preparation, that we as righteous men and women will endure to the end. We know it isn't going to be easy and it isn't going to be pretty, but that's life. We already spoke about the topic of how to endure as a righteous man or woman. We already spoke about examples of prophets that had to endure chastisement 
and hate. Who had the weight of the world on their shoulders. So we know that we have to endure to the end and continue to fight and expose the system. Continue to wake up as many people as possible to the wickedness of the system. We are to not focus on any type of fear of the unknown. We can always do our best to forecast what the wicked elites have in store for Babylon, but we must remember that time is of the essence. Think about it. The more of our attention that is being spent on the wicked is less attention that we can focus on righteousness and focus on the vital components of preparation. That's one major lesson that the Most High has shown me and continue to show me. Because when you look at Babylon, everything is deceit. Everything is a lie. Unraveling the onion, you may never, ever be able to complete that mission, no matter how many years of research you do. That's why you have truthers who believe that they're in the truth, but they really aren't. Their minds are elsewhere. They are distracted. They're not preparing. They're not preparing in a righteous way that will protect them, their loved ones, their friends, those in their lives, because their attention is elsewhere. Their attention is too much on Babylon. Their attention is too far down in the deep rabbit hole to realize how much time, how much energy they're expending. I myself had to learn from that. I found myself being excited of, you know, unraveling the onion of the wicked, only to realize that I wasn't prioritizing my Torah Tanakh studies. I wasn't breaking down scripture the way that I should. I wasn't putting together the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that the Most High gave me in order to actually create a podcast, in order to actually share the message of the Most High, that the Most High speaks through me. I was spending far too much time wasting. And this is not to say that we're not to study our enemy, because it's very beneficial to study our enemy because our enemy is constantly studying us. What I mean is that we must prioritize righteous preparation, especially in the days that we are in now. We don't have the luxury anymore to be wasting time. And I'm thankful for the Most High for snapping me out of that. I'm thankful for the Most High for waking me up when the Most High decided to wake me up so that I was able to garner all of this wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, be able to do all this research into Babylon. When I tell you that I have layers upon layers of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of Babylon that the Most High has given to me, I mean it. The Most High brought me far down the rabbit hole to the point where I almost got lost in it. And the Most High brought me up out of it to focus on righteousness, 
to balance out the scales. To fulfill the destiny that the Most High was calling me to do. We're not going to be able to understand our destiny if our attention is elsewhere and we're not preparing. We're not going to be able to give space for the Most High to come into our lives and show us signs to be able to direct and guide and lead us. So it's vital that we heed the signs and the warnings from the Most High and focus on righteous preparation. The storm is almost here. The full wrath of the storm is near. Right now we're in the beginning of the storm and things are getting a bit uneasy. We're at a point where the majority of the masses can't even handle the drizzle from the storm. So we are to expect the majority to not be able to handle the downpour in the eventual destruction from the storm. If people can't even handle getting wet, how do you expect them to handle when they're drenched and they begin to drown? That's why there's so much responsibility on the shoulders of the righteous. The righteous know that we are called to do righteous work of the Most High and put all of our trust in the Most High and the Most High only. That doesn't mean that we are to sit idle and wait on the Most High and do nothing. You know, just twiddle our thumbs, just sit still. Because many, you'll see many people who claim to be Most High only, Torah Tanakh only, using that mindset and doing nothing. One gem that I got from the brother Edgar Mendix was, you can't, when he mentioned the struggle of waking up family and friends, and he warned the listeners that if you came across his message and you claim to be a truther, why did you give up being a truther? Why did you stop the righteous work of the Most High? Why, did you, why, why aren't you doing anything? You're, you're just going to stay silent? You can't even share the video? You can't even like the video? You can't even comment on the video? You can't support? You're just going to watch in silence? You're not going to add anything to the creation of the Most High? You're not going to be mighty? like the righteous and that spoke, spoke volumes to me that motivated me that helped wake me up to say you know what I need to figure out what my skill sets are and what the most High has called me to do in this mission because like I said all of us have unique talents and gifts that the most high blesses to us Some of us are incredible at breaking down scripture and sharing that scripture. 
some of us are very talented at creating videos, whether it's on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, whatever it may be, and sharing those videos. Some of us are just incredible at social media, at getting a message out, sharing scripture, whatever it may be. Some of us are able to create podcasts and get the message out in the form of a sounding board so that you can get the information out in a way in which people are able to absorb it. It doesn't matter what your skill sets are. Find them, figure them out, pray to the most high to reveal them to you and get to work. You know, the righteous aren't naive. We aren't naive to the fact that the Most High still wants us to put in this work. Even when you are given the truth of the Most High, you got work to do. The Torah Tanakh isn't going to be mastered by you. You still have experiences in life that you have to live. Experiences that have to be fulfilled. You still have scripture that hasn't jumped out to you yet. You still have people you have yet to meet. So the righteous know not to sit and twiddle our thumbs and expect the most high to do everything. We aren't Christians or religious zealots who believe that all they have to do is have quote unquote faith. And all they have to do is quote unquote wait for someone to come down and magically save them. That in and of itself is idolatry. It's foolish and will ultimately destroy millions of people who fall into this naive mindset. That everything around you is crumbling, but you're just going to stay put and sit there and wish upon a star. You're just going to hope. You know how many times I've heard family and friends say, I just hope things get back to normal. Or we'll see. We'll see things how things go. I'm just like sitting back. I'm like, wow. Okay. You know, man, I, I, I guess I can somewhat respect your positivity if, if you want to call it that. But when are we going to be adults? And when are we going to accept the things that we cannot change. None of us are going to be able to hide from these judgments or prophecies. None of us are going to be able to hide from what's ahead. So to me, to have that mindset is very dangerous. It's very naive. I'm not against being positive. I want us to be realistic be honest with ourselves we really live in a society where people have to com prioritize their comfort their emotions people treat their emotions like God their feelings are their God why do you think so many people are suffering from cognitive dissonance 
that they can't even take in the truth without crying, without throwing a temper tantrum, without playing the victim role. That's our society today. And that hinders people's ability to see things clearly. It hinders them to seek the most high. It hinders them from preparing for what's ahead. The righteous men and women of the most high are diligently focused on what we can control. We are going to focus on these aspects to ensure that we can all work together to prepare for the days ahead. The righteous must continue to correct each other when needed. The righteous must continue to support each other at all times. We are all unique pieces to this grand puzzle. And it's up to us to add our pieces to the puzzle so that we know what to do in the days ahead, so that we know how to prepare in the days ahead. We should know that many of us righteous men and women will be working together in the days ahead. Especially when Babylon has fully collapsed and the masses are fighting and killing each other out in the open. Because we already know it's going to get to that point. It's going to get to the point where people are going to be forced to take vaccines and poisons just to eat. And we already know that the food's contaminated. It's genetically modified. It's controlled. It's poisoned. You think that they're going to give you healthy food after you're vaccinated? You think that they're not going to continue to poison your water to the point where your water, when you pour it out of the tap, it looks gray? You really think that these people have your best interest. You know, we're at a time in the world where the most high is make, forcing people to make decisions. Either you choose Babylon or you choose the most high. Either you choose death or you choose life. That's really what this is about. And that's one thing that's definitely been weighing on my mind for the past year and a half, two years plus, especially when it comes to my family and my friends. You know, I really didn't open up the way that I should have to my family until the past two years. You know, I tried it with my friends years ago and you know I always admit that I you can always tweak and improve upon your approach but no matter what approach I use with most friends to try to wake them up to Babylon try to wake them up to the system it was denied it was laughed at it was mocked it was slandered I was gossiped about and I think the most high for not letting that deter me fully and like I mentioned once I went down that rabbit hole it was incredibly eye opening the level of deceit and a constant web of deceit that 
makes up Babylon. And the people in my life probably know maybe a fourth of what I know, max. There's only a few people in my life that I've shared a great deal of information with. And even those people are beginning to just scrape the surface. Because I'm at a point now where the Most High has revealed to me that I must prepare myself, my family, my loved ones, my friends, that isn't in time to direct my attention elsewhere. This isn't a time to be distracted at all. We're at war, brothers and sisters, a full out war. A silent war to the majority of the masses, the masses that don't even pay attention to the signs. But the righteous do, we know that this is a silent war and this is a continuous war and we must endure to the end. We know that we must continue to prepare, prepare ourselves mentally, physically, and spiritually so that we are ready for the days ahead. Let's continue to focus on fulfilling our destiny and adding our peace to the puzzle. Let's continue to support each other in our efforts to wake others up. No need to demean somebody because they're not doing what you do. If they're in a position to have the most high work through them in a different way, let them. Let them be them. Of course, we correct, but we also use rebuke as long as it's from a place of love and it's righteous. We must remember these things and continue to prepare. Preparation is a vital component in the days ahead. Preparation will bring about peace of mind because that said individual or individuals, whether a family or friends, will all be prepared. Let's not get anything confused here. Our first priority is always and should always be the most high. Our first priority will always be the laws, the statutes, and the commandments of the most high. Our first priority is righteousness of the most high. Plain and simple. Without righteousness, you don't have any protection in the days ahead. So I don't want to get anything twisted or misconstrued through the message of this episode. 
you can have all the ammo, all the food, all the guns, all the properties, and all the wealth in the world in preparation for the days ahead. But if you are living a wicked life and you aren't righteous, there's a high chance that you will be destroyed and lose your life in the days ahead. And what I mean by high chance is that you could lose your life just like somebody living in Texas with the with power off. That's simple. The grid goes down, you're out of power, your generator, you don't have a generator, you don't have a heater, you don't have access to anything. You could have all the ammo, the food, the guns, the properties, and the wealth in the world. But if the Most High didn't reveal to you a certain aspect, if the Most High didn't bless you with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, and you've been living wickedly, you've been against the Most High, you could freeze to death. You can die in so many different ways. The Most High can make anything happen. That's just one small example. So think about... Yeah, you do make it through this first wave. You, you do make it through the months ahead. But what happens when martial law actually hits the streets? What happens when the forced vaccinations are here and the military is at your door and you only have so much ammo, so many guns to defend yourself? What, what, what are you going to do in those days if you don't have the most high? What are you going to do with your money when everything goes to a cashless society or when the fiat dollar collapses and it's worth nothing because we know that's coming. What are you going to do when your $10,000 or $100,000 is worth virtually nothing where your $100,000 is worth a thousand? What are you going to do? That's why I urge everyone to focus on the most high first and foremost. That's, that's it. The laws, the statutes, the commandments. Have a relationship with the Most High. Get to a point where you have peace of mind. So when you get to that point of having peace of mind, you will then get to the point of having wisdom, knowledge, and understanding so that you can see through the lens of righteousness and you can see far ahead into what's going on so that you are steps ahead of the masses. You don't need to be rich in these days ahead. You think the Most High is only going to care about the rich? The vast majority of the righteous don't have money. They have to work in this Babylonian system. They have to live paycheck to paycheck. They have to struggle to make ends meet. These are the curses of Deuteronomy chapter 8. A lot of people are suffering from it. Of course, some to a different extent, depending on their life. But what I mean is that we're all slaves in Babylon. So do what you can to prepare. If you're a righteous man or woman, the Most High is not going to just have you starve. But you must prioritize what you can now. Stop shopping. Stop going out and going out to eat at these restaurants. Stop spending money in Babylon. And what I mean by spending money is I'm saying stop frivolously spending your money. Of course, you got to go get groceries. Of course, you got to get gas. Of course, you got to pay rent. Use your brain. Use common sense. We need to use common sense in these days ahead. Don't go buy frivolous things. That won't save you. Things that don't matter. What, are you going to go out and buy a new car? You're going to go out and buy some properties? Go buy a home? Go try to start a business? 
what are you gonna go invest in cryptocurrency something that you can't even touch a, a coin an online coin when these elites have shown you time and time again that the system's collapsing when people in Texas are literally freezing right now one big state a massive state because that's the psychological warfare that they have on the people that's a part of the psyop that they have coming on the people When I see people in my life speaking of this, talking about, you know, the new materialistic item they got, the new car they bought, the new down, the new home they bought, the new property they bought, I just shake my head. I'm like, good for you. Because I already know the majority of these people are already too far gone. I've already warned people in my life from my family to my friends to co-workers to anyone that Babylon is collapsing to not put your money and your resources into it not, to not put your time and effort into preparing for something that is not going to last but people oftentimes need to learn by burning their hand on the stove so I, you have to let them brothers and sisters some people you just gotta let them go through what they need to go through in order to learn I used to be just like that so I'm thankful for the Most High for revealing things to me so that I don't live that way anymore. Or I can actually use, actually have wisdom to make better decisions based upon the actions and consequences that somebody else went through. And I can learn from it. I can learn from my past mistakes so that I don't make any other future mistakes. And I, the Most High has put me in a position where I have the funds that I need to prepare to be getting ready. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to go blow those funds. I'm going to go be frivolous with them. That's what we have to be mindful of. To not let this time be looked at as a time to relax or a time to be calm or to let ourselves fall off the narrow path of the righteous and not keep our eyes on the prize which is the most high which is the laws the statutes the commandments which is the judgments and prophecies because when you understand the word of the most high you understand what's going on so you always can remain in mode you can always remain focused i have to be 100 percent forthright when i drop these episodes so that there is no confusion. I'm now I'm 100% forthright with my family and my friends. And that's created divide, that's created anger, that's recreated resentment. That's created a dislike towards me which I 100% accept. And I don't hold anything against anybody who is in that mindset because I once too thought that way. And I can empathize and sympathize with people who just don't know what they don't know. So it doesn't cut me. It doesn't necessarily hurt me. It's just something that I have to deal with. And that's a challenge that I'm going through right now in my life. With my family, with friends, with loved ones. I have to be 100% forthright. I have to continue to convey to people that time is truly of the essence. You know, 
I've mentioned this before, but I continue to hear time and time again from family and friends that they're quote unquote not ready to begin to live a righteous, to live a righteous life with the Most High. They're not ready to seek the truth and come up out of Babylon. Well, that is 100% on them. And they have no one to blame other than themselves in the days ahead. Especially if they were warned by the righteous of how to prepare and what to do in the days ahead. You know, I have done my due diligence. I've said what I needed to say to my family, what I needed to say to my friends. I've put the message out there. I've opened it up so people can reach out to me. And then the rest is on them. I've done my due diligence and now I have to continue focusing on what I can control and how I can prepare. Because I understand that we aren't in a time to be having fun and relaxing. We are truly in a time of war and every decision we make can affect what happens to us in the future. The Mosai isn't for you. If righteousness isn't for you, I urge you to look in the mirror and ask yourself, what other options do I have? What do I have to lose by deciding to live a righteous life? What do I have to lose by living by moral principles? Moral principles that will not dramatically affect your day-to-day life. Moral principles that actually provide you with peace of mind and prosperity. Moral principles that will provide you with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. The choice is yours. But don't say that other righteous brothers and sisters, along with myself, haven't and didn't warn you time and time again. I've been blessed to prepare and be in a position where I know that I'm on the right path in terms of preparation. I've been blessed to know how to prioritize my free time to focus on warning my family, my friends, and those in my life. To study my Torah and other vital topics, along with being able to give my heart and soul into this podcast that the Most High has put on my spirit. Every day that I wake up, I give thanks and praise to the Most High for the day. I give all thanks and praise to the Most High and pray for direction, guidance, and leadership for that day. I know that we aren't to get boastful or excited for the next day because nothing is promised. I've learned to live in the moment, but also have learned how to prioritize what's ahead it's definitely a balancing act it's a balancing act but if you pray to the most high for this ability the most high will grant it if you are seeking the most high I'm at a point where my attention is solely focused on preparation for the days ahead 
you know, this doesn't mean that I can't have, I can't relax and have days where I enjoy myself. It's far from that. I I can relax on the Sabbath and enjoy studying and enjoy activities such as nature, music, and quality time with those who are part of my life. That already brings happiness and joy to me anyway. Reading scripture, relaxing on the Sabbath, after a full week of work, after a full week in the gym, after a full week of pushing myself. Being able to have that one day just to sit back, study a little bit and relax. Where I feel like my work is complete, that there's nothing else that I have to do that day. I don't have to lift a finger in terms of work. I've grown and have learned that there are too many distractions out there that will affect my ability to prepare. I've learned quickly that Babylon wants us to be distracted at all times. Why do you think they gave us celebrities and entertainers and shoved these people down our throat and push them into our minds constantly. Why do you think there are so many ways to access these celebrities and entertainers from Facebook to Instagram to TikTok to Twitter to a plethora of other ways? I'm not even taking into account TV, which predictive programs and brainwashes through their TV segments, their movies and their TV series think about how the wicked elites have given us sports and have propped sports up so much in terms of importance that we have grown men and women willing to fight and possibly kill each other over their favorite athlete or team I mean really think about that people openly willing to argue, debate, and choose violence over a sport that is rigged, over an athlete that is really an actor. You know, once this realization clicked for me, it was that was it for me with sports. That was it for me with celebrities. That was it for me with entertainers. And it's been like that for a few years now, where the TV has been off. Where I do not at all watch any TV shows at all I don't watch any TV series I rarely watch movies if I watch a movie it has to be about something that ties into Babylon from MK Ultra to Freemasonry to something that I can learn from or understand why it's there that I can break it down You know, these distractions are so deep that the majority of people don't realize how brainwashed they've become. The majority of people would rather partake in a daily fantasy than face reality. Reality is frightening to the average person because they know deep down that something is wrong. Reality is frightening to the average person to the point where they refuse to prepare for what's ahead. The average person truly believes that things will get back to normal soon. Even if the average person doesn't outright think this, they are hoping for it. 
And in the meantime, they aren't doing anything to prepare for the flip side. You see, hope is a double-edged sword. Faith is a double-edged sword. It's more so a double-edged sword when you put hope and faith into man, into systems of man, such as Babylon. When you view man as your savior and your guide, you should have no person before the Most High. That's the second commandment. So when I see, when I witness the masses defending the system, I just know that they're not prepared. That they have no idea that Babylon has them strapped in to a roller coaster ride. A rickety roller coaster that has been malfunctioning since the beginning it was built. Where it's had several deaths due to its structure. Where the rickety ride has so many highs and lows, but more lows than highs for the average person. Where the average person isn't even safely strapped into their seat. And they're currently ascending before they descend into oblivion until they're led to the slaughter. You know, when you view things from this perspective, it allows you to use true discernment. It allows you to use logic and common sense over your emotions and feelings. And when you are using logic over emotions, you're able to think clearly and correctly. You're supposed you're able to see things for what they are and you don't, you don't take offense to it really. You know, it might be disheartening. So many things that I've realized, I've recognized about Babylon, about this structure, about this web was disheartening at first. But the thing is, I have to be a man and I have to move on. What am I going to cry about it? What is that going to do? What am I going to get mad at the most high for it? When really I should be motivated and thankful to the most high? See, that's the choice that we have as men and women. Are we going to allow our hope and our faith to drive our decisions? Are we going to continue to pedestalize Babylon and man over the Most High? Are we going to continue to prepare in the way in which Babylon tells us to prepare? But when you really think about it, Babylon ain't telling nobody to prepare. They're telling everyone to sit tight. Be patient. Don't worry. We got this figured out. Have any of you noticed that they've dropped the ball on everything they say that they're going to handle? Have any of you noticed that they continue to kick the goalposts further and further away? 
where they continue to deceive and lie to you openly where they continue to never hold accountability it's always the fault of the masses right it's always something that we need to change right never this babylonian system it can never be right preparation isn't easy preparation takes attention discipline drive energy focus motivation and most importantly time preparation is something that takes studying for thyself preparation means that you begin to change your daily habits and prioritize what is important and vital to your life Preparation can be intimidating and scary at first, but once you get to a point of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, preparation becomes second nature. When you have a relationship, a direct relationship with the Most High, and you are also preparing not only yourself, but your family and your friends, you will begin to build your courage and confidence to levels that you could never have imagined. You will have direction, guidance, and leadership in your day-to-day life. You will know in your heart, mind, and soul that you are on the right path. You know, people, we are inquisitive beings. We have inquisitive spirits. When we pay attention to what our gut instincts are telling us. Deep down, we are smarter than we give ourselves credit, as long as we are exercising our brain. We can push our body to limits that we don't imagine, only if we decide to do so. Preparation then becomes a part of your everyday life, and you don't question what you have to do. You just do it. A righteous man should strive to get to a point where you accept whether whatever comes your way and you know how to adapt to it. A righteous woman should strive to get to a point where you can accept whatever comes your way and you know how to adapt to it. By accepting, I mean to accept the challenges, the hurdles, and the setbacks. Of course, don't accept negativity from people who don't deserve a place in your life. That's not what I'm saying. Focus on controlling what you can control so that you can continue to prepare for the days ahead. We know that the days ahead are going to be dark and not full of light. We know that from scripture. What I mean by this is that it's not going to be pretty for the wicked. The days ahead are not going to be calm and are not going to calm down in any way. In fact, expect things to continue to get worse and worse until they dramatically worsen. People are already crying out in many different ways. 
From the rise in depression, to the rise in stress, to the rise in suicide. The judgments of Babylon are here, so we must prioritize what matters and continue to prepare for the days ahead. We must put our egos and pride aside and get up off our tails and stop being lazy. That's if we want to be prepared for what's ahead. Honestly, our lives depend on it. Our family and friends' lives depend on it. Don't be deterred of what's going on in the media and what scare tactics that Babylon is using on the masses because they're only going to continue to give you more and more and more drama. More entertainment, more distractions in the form of fear and stress. That's all it is. There's paid actors on the masses, crisis actors, people fulfilling different roles, different characters. That's 100% what Babylon encompasses and is. So the righteous know not to put our attention there. At least our full attention. It's one thing to examine what they're doing and warn people. We should be doing that anyway. But I'm saying our attention, the majority of our attention should be on the most high and should be on righteous preparation. Because we already know that the wicked elites are going to continue to mock the masses more and more as the days continue. It's getting to the point where the wicked elites are lazy. They're outright showing the masses how wicked they are, but the masses just refuse to believe it. It'll come a point when millions of people will wake up. I just pray that that's not when it's too late when the vaccine has been administered to more than half the population then it's already too late and in my heart of hearts I really feel that it's going to get to that point because how else are the judgments going to fully get here how else is the most high going to clean this place and eradicate wickedness it's really going to get to that point It's going to get to that point because it has to get to that point because we know when the wicked multiply it's because their end is near so don't expect anything less in the days ahead from Babylon focus on the most high and focus on being righteous only focus on what you can control And you will be fine and be able to endure in the days ahead. You'll know how to continue to prepare. Yourself, your family, your friends, your loved ones, those in your life. You'll have the tools, you'll have the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to share with them. You know, the message to the righteous is don't be deterred. 
even if your family is ignoring you or upset with you or angry at you or, you know, distancing themselves from you, they're, they're going to see very soon. Because in reality, you more than likely planted a seed in them. It just takes time for that to pollinate and to blossom. Let the Most High handle that and focus on what you can control, which is righteous preparation. look at the definition of preparation the act or process of making something ready for use or service or getting ready for some occasion test or duty so it's an action brothers and sisters it's a process It's a test. It's also your duty. Another definition is something done to get ready for an event or undertaking. So whatever that occurrence or whatever you need to do to get ready, that's what it means to preparation. That's what it takes. The definition of prepare, to work out the details of, to plan in advance. The righteous men and women of the Most High know the importance of preparation and why they need to prepare for the days ahead. It's blatantly obvious to all of us, the majority of us, and those even just coming into the truth, they know something is up. I still have friends in my life that are not even most high only don't even read scripture but know deep down something's up and they want to prepare they want the tools they want the wisdom knowledge and understanding they want the protection and peace of mind for not only themselves but their family and their friends their loved ones people are coming together people are opening their eyes and as I had mentioned and will continue to mention The number one priority in our preparation is, of course, the Most High, first and foremost. The righteous truly understand that only the Most High can correctly direct, guide, and lead you in the days ahead. Nothing else. No man, no system, nothing. Otherwise, you'll be left to the devices in Babylon. Do you want to be left to having your mayor, your governor, your government or your quote-unquote president to tell you what to do in the days ahead? When they've clearly fumbled the bag how many times on purpose? You know, seeing as people are so forgiving and so forgetful, how about you take a look back and see what has been promised to you and what hasn't been delivered? Stop counting broken promises 
and half fulfillments as truth. Stop giving people who you don't know, who make money that you'll never make, the benefit of the doubt. Stop defending people that you don't know without having wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. It's foolish and it's naive. And some are going to ask, you know, how do you prepare? How do you prioritize with the Most High? And that's a very valid question. We aren't to look down at somebody for having this curiosity or these kind of questions. You're supposed to help them. And the first thing I would suggest and the righteous suggest is to seek the Most High. Pray to the Most High directly for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Ask the Most High to guide you and give you that path. Repent of your old ways and know that, hey, I'm going to change. Repentance means change. If you know deep down that you were doing wicked things in your previous life, admit to them. Ask for forgiveness and move on. Forgive yourself. Don't hold it over your, your head forever. Even if your own family, your own friends, those in your life, hold it over your head. If you are right with the Most High, that's all that matters. To prepare and prioritize the Most High means to obey his laws, his statutes, and his commandments. And in all honesty, they aren't that hard. They aren't super difficult. Are you going to allow your ego and your pride to continue to control you when you know deep down that things are, are getting worse? You know, the Most High gave man and woman free will to do as they please. So the choice is ultimately yours anyway. But are you are you going to continue to have faith and have hope that things are going to get better when clearly that faith and that hope has been destroyed, it's been mocked, it's been deceived, it hasn't been fulfilled? If you do decide to deny or even the mock the most high just know that you're cursed and nothing will protect or save you and that's the honest truth like i said you'll just be left to the devices of babylon you'll be left to what you know what somebody else told you what what your idols told you and just trust that these people don't have your best interest at hand All your ammo, all your food, all your guns, all your properties, and all your wealth will not save you in the sinking ship of Babylon. Once it capsizes, it's capsized. You might be having it all nice right now, but mark my words. Continue watching what will continue to occur in the days ahead. We're definitely in store for a big psyop. Things have been too quiet. We're definitely in store for government groups such as Black Lives Matter, the deep state, QAnon, all the all these fake government groups to pop up out of nowhere once again. They gotta distract you from the poison virus in that vaccine. They got to distract you from that poison. So expect things to pop up and occur that are only going to continue to give you calamity 
I mean, I've warned so many people of this, even from years ago. So now it's very interesting to watch how they react. Whether their ego and pride will continue to guide them or they'll take heed of the warning that was registered and sent to them years ago. Told friends five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years ago of what was going to happen in Babylon. That was even before I came into the truth of the Most High. I just was able to have the lens to see that this world around us was falling apart. The things just were not right. I've always been the type of person to feel uneasy when there's a certain group of people who are suffering, but a certain group who are thriving. I always found that to be wicked, and I never cared for the excuse that people give of, oh, you just got to work hard. Oh, those people are lazy. Oh, you just got to put your head down. I always knew something was up with that blanket statement, that lazy statement, that prideful and arrogant statement. I always knew something was wrong, and now the Most High has exposed all of that to me. How else are we supposed to prepare? You know, if you are righteous and you do have a career, a job, or your finances in order, the best thing to do is to take some cash out of the bank. Eventually, you want to take all of it out of the bank before all this money collapses. Just use it to your advantage. You want to do this before they bring about the mandatory vaccines because that's going to change everything. That's the part of the new world order. It'll be mandatory to be vaccinated in order to have access to your money. I mean, you can doubt me now, but mark my words, it'll happen very soon. I mean, they've already been talking about the vaccine passport. In many countries, airlines are already openly saying that they're going to require it. Places such as Ticketmaster are saying they're going to require identification and proof. Bill Gates openly saying that he wants to be able to chip you in your wrist, your hand, and be able to know your health status, whether you're being vaccinated or not. Openly, out in the day, just b talking about this. And barely anyone's concerned. Another way to prepare is if you are in a space financially, focus on food preparation. That should be one of your, that should be basically your second priority after the most high or one of the main priorities depending on where you are in life buy organic if you're able to buy non-perishables if you can't buy organic find ways to clean your fruits your vegetables get as much as those toxins off of your off of your foods clean them even even when you buy organic clean them buy non-perishables such as rice as beans oatmeal grain nuts legumes seeds anything that can keep you full things that can last long learn how to store your food your beans your grains your fruits and your vegetables there's ways to preserve fruits and vegetables I have a good friend of mine who has a garden, has in fact two gardens, and he's able to restore and keep vegetables for over a year. Keeps them airtight, keeps them safe, is able to feed his family when needed. These are the things that we have to learn and support each other on. 
If you have land, learn how to grow a garden and harvest your own food. Grow potatoes, grow tomatoes, grow anything that you're able to feed your family with. Because we know eventually it's going to get to the point where these grocery stores are going to require vaccination cards. I mean, these these caped crusaders, these virtue, virtue signals, signalers are getting so wicked that they don't even care if you have a medical condition. They want you muzzled up and they want you to comply. You see how the wicked system of Babylonian has turned people into authoritarians, has turned them into devils? who think they have dominion over your life. This is what's going to happen, brothers and sisters. It's going to get to a point where it's going to be mandatory to have a vaccine for everything you do. So in the meantime, you must prepare behind the scenes. You know, even if you live in an apartment or you don't have land, you can still buy mini gardens and use them. Do your research. There's, there's many ways to get these. You know, focus on buying distilled water or buy a water distiller. That's vital. The quality of your water is vital to how your body and mind coexist. You can't have poisons and toxins in your water, fluoride, all this stuff, and expect not to have a cloudy brain. Expect not to have parasites in your gut. You need your body and your mind and spirit to coexist. You need a clear mind. You need clear thoughts. Stack up on as much water as possible. You know, it's better to have it than not to have it. Stock up on candles and have enough lighters. I mean, look at over in Texas. You know, those that did buy generators, did buy space heaters and bought candles. I mean, with all due respect, they're just chilling. Those are probably the people that have non-perishables and are just hanging out with their family. Whereas those who didn't take, take heed or warning or look at the signs, they may not have any light right now. They may, not, they may be in sub, almost negative degree weather, weather in the teens when it never gets down to that level in Texas. Because we know that the powers to be, that the government, that the wicked elites are the ones controlling the weather anyway. Been, that's been out that cat's been out the bag I mean look at what's going on around in Texas as the surrounding in the surrounding states you know I've already mentioned in previous podcasts back months ago that a blackout would occur on the grid it was just because I took the due diligence to look into and research and look at what other people were showing us and showing me it's always best to prepare and stay ahead stay multiple steps ahead of the game i mean expect this blackout this this grid blackout to continue through the country and throughout the upcoming months you know people may think that oh darkest winter just means the winter months are you serious it's going to be the whole entire year the spring the summer the fall guarantee they're going to try to disrupt nature so that there isn't much sunshine this year that it's all cloudy and gloomy and dismal and rainy Who's to say that they just can't take your energy, your your lights and your energy away and your power away during the spring and the summer and fall? Let's not be naive. If you have the resources to buy a bug out bag, a bug out bag includes medical aid, rations for food and fluid and a place to store and carry vital items. If you have to get on the go, if you have to leave something somewhere, 
incredibly quick. Take your bug out bag. Take the items that you need. Buy the necessary tools. Buy a compass. Buy a map and maps. Learn how to read maps. Study your surrounding area. Whether you, regardless of whether you live in a city, the suburbs, or a big or to small town, study where you're at. Study where you live. Know the streets. Know the highways. Learn your surrounding areas and how to get out as quickly as possible. I mean, you should already be preparing to leave Babylon soon, but what I mean is in the event of something major going on. You know, learn where the nearest water supply is. Have your distiller. Learn where the nearest forest or wilderness is. You know, buy extra gas and or diesel fuel. Have at least multiple extra tanks worth of gas at hand. You know, buy port portable solar chargers. If you can afford to do so, there's many of them out there. There's handheld ones that are powered by the sun, ones that you can still plug in and get a charge out of under a hundred bucks. Have those at hand. So if the power does go down, you still can operate and do what you need to do. You know, this will allow you to still have energy during a grid blackout. And we already know that they're censoring brothers and sisters on YouTube, deleting pages, deleting channels, censoring the message blackballing people from being able to speak the truth so we know eventually that once they take away your freedom of speech and the new world order is truly here people are going to start being jailed people are going to start being you know imprisoned and we're not going to have access to youtube to twitter to instagram to to podcast all of this will go away i already know that this work will go away it's not going to be here forever so in the meantime that's why we are to prepare so that this message resonates with you and you're not left confused and scared and not have this access to this information. You know, buy the protection that you need or you're able to buy. You know, guns and ammo are fine. Get your permit to carry if you if your state calls for it. You know, if you have the ability to do so, just do so. It's better to have it than not to have it. I'm just saying from earlier, don't depend on just guns and ammo to save you especially if you're wicked i mean you could have a, a a turret you could have machine guns and the most high still get you come on now and know that there will be a time in babylon where buying illegal weapons will be vital you know all of these shooting ranges and gun stores will eventually be non-existent very soon you know we already see that with that sodomite Joe Biden and what he's trying to do with automatic weapons and access to them. So don't be fooled. They want your guns so that they can, can come in and vaccinate you and your family so that they can come in and control you like sheep, like cattle. You know, buy pepper spray, buy bear spray, buy knives, buy tasers, buy bats, buy machetes, all of which I purchased. The next step for me is a gun. I have my pepper spray, I have my knife, I have my taser, I have my bat, need to get a machete, I'm ready. Anything that you can use in, cl in close combat, learn self-defense and hand-to-hand combat, that's vital. This is something that all men should prioritize. 
I don't care what size you are. If you're small, you're medium, you're large, you should still know how to, have, to, to defend yourself in hand-to-hand combat. Learn how to swim, or at the very least, learn how to tread water. And this is one of the most important things. And this is what a lot of people get in their emotions about and get upset and cry like a baby and whine and flail. Stay in shape physically. Plain and simple, if you are overweight or even obese, you absolutely need to prioritize your size. This is not to put anyone down. This is to be 100% forthright and honest with you. Think about it. What will you do if you need to run for your life and you're out of breath? You can't even make it. What will you do if you need to defend yourself against someone and you can't even breathe? That just a small scuffle, you're out of breath, you're, you're, you're panting. You have, you have to absolutely push yourself to lose all that unnecessary weight, plain and simple. Being overweight and out of shape already destroys your ability to think clearly and cognitively. That's a fact. That is a fact. Why do you think they continue to feed people this trash? This fake food? Food full of sugar and fats and oils and preservatives. They wanted to keep everybody fat for this moment. For the new world order where it's easy to control you. According to the Trust for America's Health article, entitled The State of Obesity 2020, Better Policies for a Healthy America, according to the article, the U.S. adult obesity rate tops 40%, highest ever recorded. COVID-19-related food insecurity puts more Americans at risk for obesity or worsening obesity. Okay, so when you think about it, do you really think your government has your best interests at hand when they closed down your business and they closed down other businesses and destroyed your economy, all while leaving liquor stores and fast food places open, telling you that the gym needs to close? I mean, come on. How... What do people need? What type of signs do people need to look at, see the truth right in front of their face? This was all by design when they asked you to work from home and to sit around idle. This was all by design when they pushed new Netflix shows and movies onto you while you were sitting at home doing nothing. This was all by design when they took away sports just for a little bit in order for you to comply and say, yeah, yeah, we will social distance. We will wear a mask. Give us back our sports. Give us back our sports. We're bored. And then they gave you back your sports in the middle of a pandemic when apparently they're telling you more people are dying, but they just had the Super Bowl. They had the NBA finals. Are you out of your mind? You know, this was all by design to keep you sweet, to keep you distracted, to keep you idle, to get you gluttonous and fat, to distract you. This was all by design when they closed your local gym. According to the article, the U.S. adult obesity rate stands at 42.4%, the first time the national rate has passed the 40% mark and further evidence of the country's obesity crisis. The national adult obesity rate has increased by 26% since 2008. Almost one in three people, brothers and sisters, sitting at one in four. A fourth. You're telling me one in four people just all of a sudden just became obese since 2008? 12 years ago? 
according to the article, the rates of childhood obesity are also increasing with the latest data showing that 19.3% of U.S. young people ages 2 to 19 have obesity. I mean, one, think about that. One in five children from the ages of 2 to 19 are obese. In the mid-1970s, 5.5% of young people had obesity. So a fourth of that 20%. Not even one in 10 back in the 1970s were obese. It was like a rarity to see somebody obese back in the 1970s. Being overweight or having obesity as a young person puts them at a higher risk for having obesity and its related health risks for as an adult. Furthermore, children are exhibiting earlier onset of what used to be considered adult conditions, including hypertension and high cholesterol. I mean, think about that. There's no reason a child should have hypertension and high cholesterol. That's abuse by the parents. Plain and simple. Stop killing your children. Stop killing your children. According to the article, obesity has serious health consequences, including increased risk for type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, stroke, and many types of cancers. Obesity is estimated to increase healthcare spending by $149 billion annually. And being overweight or having obesity is the most common reason young adults are ineligible for military services. Not that they should be taking it, but that's what the article includes. Concerns about the impact of obesity have taken on new dimensions this year, as having obesity is one of the underlying health conditions associated with the most serious consequences of COVID-19 infection, which we know is a lie. Anybody who believes in COVID is just brainwashed. You are completely brainwashed and you are suffering from cognitive dissonance. You are predictive. You are suffering predictive programming. If your government cared about you, they would have prioritized your health way before 2008. They wouldn't have allowed people to get this obese and spiral out of control. They wouldn't have popped up as many of these fast food chains and foods what are you going to go do a mukbang whatever those things are called where people have a bunch of food and just eat that's what the, that's what's become popular during this whole pandemic sitting you at home and gorging people need to wake up they've been killing you slowly for decades and now that we're ushering in the new world order it's really going to take effect and we're really going to see people die in droves We must find things that motivate ourselves, find things that motivate you, find activities. You know, for me personally, nature has been a big area in my life that I've been diving deep into in the last few years, into almost 20 state parks this last year. Find hobbies. Do you enjoy reading? If so, figure out what your favorite genre is. Do you enjoy writing? Challenge yourself to write. What are your talents? Are you an artist? Are you a chef? Are you funny by nature? Share your talents with the world. This will help you vent and get things off your chest. You know, a big stress reliever for me is to create a schedule and prioritize my time. I enjoy getting the most out of the day. That doesn't mean I'm always up at the crack of dawn. It simply means I get the most out of the day regardless of whether I'm up early and in bed early or I'm up late and in bed late. Because I realize every day is a gift. That helps me prepare. 
You know, I oftentimes can get a bit discouraged knowing what I know, but I dig deep into my spirit, into my soul and find areas of my life that motivates me. My family motivates me, my friends motivate me, and they oftentimes don't even know so. I get motivated about my family because I know the large responsibility that is on my shoulder as far as warning them so that they are all prepared. I already accepted that if, you know, if my family, if not one person is going to step up and do this righteous work, I have to do it. Not one of them has stepped up. I have to be the one to do it. You know, I get motivated about my friends because oftentimes they are the individuals who've helped impact me dramatically. You know, when you think about it, when I think about it, I spent countless time with my friends over the past 20 plus years. They've helped shape me. I've been through some of the craziest memories and most adventurous memories just with my friends. Lifelong lessons. So, of course, my friends motivate me, even if, you know, I don't see them every day, even if we don't talk every day. If you were a part of my life, there's a reason why you were. And I always will cherish those memories, even if we aren't in contact, even if we aren't, quote unquote, homies anymore. I always will cherish those memories. and I take them with me. My friends motivate me to work harder so that I can lead by example and hopefully one day plant a seed for them to work towards righteousness so that they can prepare themselves and prepare their own family. That's it. That's the whole purpose of working together, of supporting each other, of correcting each other. That's the whole purpose so that we can break down this Babylonian system and get up out of it get up out of it and warn as many people as possible so that they can get up out of it so that they can seek life that's the whole purpose of this and that's what we should be preparing for these are the ways that we should be preparing i may have missed a few points but you get the gist these are the things that i have my my mind focused on outside of the laws the statutes and the commandments and the torah in this podcast these are the things that i'm working towards remaining in shape mentally, physically, spiritually, using my finances toward things that are tools and defense mechanisms and preparation for the future and sharing all this information with as many people as possible because I know that I have a huge responsibility and duty to continue to prepare myself, my family, my friends, my loved ones. Isaiah chapter 5 verse 21 Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and in their own view understanding Do not be wise in your own eyes The wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of the Most High ranks above all else. It's the Creator. Don't view yourself as never needing to learn from others. Don't view yourself as having all the answers, because no one does. And if you don't humble yourself, in these days ahead, you're not going to be 
fully prepared for what's ahead. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 4. I'm going to read verse 3 through 5. A voice calls out in the wilderness, Clear the way of the Most High. Make a straight path in the desert, a road for our God. Verse 4. Every valley will be raised, and every mountain and hill will be lowered. The crooked will become straight, and the heights will become valley. Verse 5, the glory of the Most High will be revealed, and all flesh together will see the mouth of the Most High has spoken. So we know that this is a prophecy of the end of the exile, the current state of slavery for not just the children of Israel, but everybody else in the other nations. So we should be preparing in any way that we are able to so that we can continue on and we can make this prophecy. Because we know the return to the lands are imminent. And the Most High is the one who's going to be leading us up out of here. So do what we can in the meantime. We are to do what we can in the meantime to prepare for this day. Because we see the signs. We feel it in our spirit, in our gut instincts. We're seeing things happen and unfolding. Isaiah chapter 64, verse 4 through 5. You have eliminated those who rejoiced in doing righteousness, who would invoke your ways in prayer. You became enraged because we have sinned. We have always relied on them and been saved. Verse 5. We have all become defiled, and our righteousness is like a worn-out garment, and all wither like a leaf, and like a wind our sins carry us off. So these verses open our eyes to the days of Sodom and Gomorrah, in which there was next to no righteous people left, no one preparing for the righteousness of the days ahead, no one, no one's attention towards righteousness. Everybody wanted to do what they wanted to do. They just listened to each other. They, they depended on man. They went after things that weren't important. And we already know the Most High destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah because of the lack of sincere righteous men and women. I mean, it was what, Lot and his family? Not even the full family? The Most High would do the same to Babylon unless unless the masses get it right. Plain and simple. Because there will become a time where when the Most High is ready, the Most High is ready. He's not going to wait. The Most High is not going to wait all day for everyone. We're not on the Most High's time. We're on the Most... We're, the Most High is not on our time. We're on the Most High's time. So if you if you're saying you're not ready or this is not for you, then that's on you. Plain and simple, there's nothing that should be said other than that's on you. Hosea chapter four, verse six. My people has been eliminated for lack of knowledge, for you have spurned knowledge, and I will spurn you from serving me. And as you, as you have forgotten the Torah of your God, I too will forget your children. Most high's people die for lack of knowledge, brothers and sisters, plain and simple. 
Hosea chapter 10, verse 12. I said, sow your, your for yourselves righteousness, and you will reap according to your kind to kindness. Till for yourselves a tilling, and set a time to seek the Most High, until He comes and teaches you righteousness. So this isn't this is an example of in a lesson that we are to set aside time to study our Torah, to knock. The Most High will help you harvest an abundant spiritual crop when you do so and all of that wisdom knowledge and understanding will continue to stream into your life and you'll continue to feel it when you do so joel chapter 2 verse 11 through 13 the most high has emitted his voice before the advent of his army for his camp is very numerous. For those who carry out his word are mighty. For the day of the Most High is great and very awesome. Who will be able to bear it? Verse 12. Even now, the word of the Most High, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, with lamination. Verse 13. Rend your hearts and not your garments, and return to the Most High your God. For he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness, and he relents of evil. So we are to return to the Most High. Those who seek the Most High and perform righteousness are mighty. That's a part of the preparation. If you don't have a relationship with the Most High, that's your number one goal, is to prepare by returning to the Most High, by getting back to the laws, the statutes, and the commandments. Amos chapter four, verse 11 through 13. I have overturned among you as God overturned Sodom and Gomorrah. You were like a brand salvaged from burning, yet you did not return to me. The word of the Most High. Verse 12. Therefore, thus will I do to you, O Israel, and because I do this to you, prepare to go toward your God, Israel. Verse 13. For behold, he forms mountains and creates winds. He recounts to a person what were his deeds he turns the dawn into darkness and tramples upon the heights of the earth the most high god of legions is his name so our forefathers failed to prepare by returning to the righteousness of the most high we were blind to the truth back then and the vast majority of us are blind to the truth up to this day that's why we're in this situation why that's why nothing has gotten better that's why people are still suffering Zephaniah chapter 2 verse 1 through 3 Improve yourselves and improve each other O nation without desire Verse 2 Before the decree is born the day you will become like chaff before the most high's burning wrath comes upon you before the day of the most high's anger comes upon you Verse 3 Seek the most high all you humble of the land who have fulfilled his law seek righteousness seek humility Perhaps you will be concealed on the day of the Most High's anger. Again, 
we are to seek out righteousness and we are to prepare for the day, prepare ourselves, prepare our family for the days ahead by returning to the Most High. That way we can be concealed on the day of his judgment. When the judgment's here, the Most High is already going to have sides picked. He's going to know exactly who's who and what's what. And once it's here and once it's too late, that's exactly what it's going to be. It's either going to be too late for you or you're going to just be you're going to be just fine. Malachi chapter 3 verse 1. Behold, I'm sending my messenger and he will clear a path before me. Suddenly the Lord whom you seek will come to his sanctuary and the messenger of the covenant for whom you yearn. Behold, he comes, says the Most High, Master of Allegiance. I'm going to read verse 2 through 3. Who can Verse 2. Who can bear the day of his coming and who can survive when, it ha- when he appears? Verse 4. He will be like the smelter's fire and like the launderer's la- soap. Verse three, he will sit, he will sit smelting and purifying silver. He will purify the children of Levi and refine them like gold and like silver. And they will be for the most high presenters of offerings and righteousness. I'm going to read verse four as well. Then the offering of Judah and Jerusalem will be pleasing to the most high as in the days of old and in previous years. So the Most High, we know through this verse that the prophet Elijah was the Most High's messenger. He was the messenger of the covenant. And that that was to deliver the fact that they were going to eradicate the wicked. And the Most High was going to rebuild and refine his own people so that we remain righteous, that we went back into righteousness. And that's exactly what what we're going through right now. People are waking up. People are preparing. People are returning. Psalm chapter 1 verse 1 through 6 Praiseworthy is the man who walked not in the counsel of the wicked and stood not in the path of the sinful and sat not in the session of scorners verse 2 but his desire is in the Torah of the most high and in his Torah he meditates day and night verse 3 he shall be like a tree deeply rooted alongside brooks of water that yields its fruit in its season and whose leaf never withers and everything that he does will succeed verse 4 not so the wicked rather they are like the chaff that the wind drives away verse 5 therefore the wicked shall be shall not be vindicated in judgment nor the sinful in the assembly of the righteous Verse 6, for the Most High attends the way of the righteous, while the way of the wicked will perish. So the keys to good fortune and protection and preparation are to shun evil influences and focus on your Torah. That's how you prepare. When you study the Torah, when you hearken to the Torah as often as you can, that's when the Most High gives you the ability to have wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Those are the blessings that you begin to have. You begin to see things, things clear up. The confusion, the fog, all of that begins to go away. And the Most High compares that to a tree alongside brooks of water. So you're constantly nourished. Whereas the wicked 
have no nourishment and they wither away. The wind pushes them away and they no longer are. So the choice is yours on whether you want to prepare properly or not. Psalm chapter 90, verse 12. Teach us to count our days, then we shall acquire a heart of wisdom. You know, this is a prayer to the Most High to remind us to be mindful of our limited time in life so that we use it wisely, so that we know that time is of the essence, so that we are preparing the way that we need to prepare. I've said it so many times that time is of the essence. You know, I've had to use so many approaches with my family, with my friends, to the point where it's like, you can't, you, 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 you honestly, if you're a righteous brother or sister, say the truth to your family. Don't hold back. Of course, be mindful of the message, but if the message isn't to put somebody down, to judge them, to, to mistreat them, to make them feel lesser than you, then you need to get, deliver the message. Their life is on the line. Honestly, life is short. These days ahead are going to be shorter. We already know that they're speeding up the time. So let's just ensure that we are preparing the way that we need to prepare. Psalm. Chapter 119, verse 33 to 36. Teach me, O Most High, the way of your statutes, and I will cherish it to the utmost. Verse 34. Grant me understanding so that I may cherish your Torah and keep it with my whole heart. Verse 35. Lead me on the path of your commandments, for that is my desire. Verse 36, incline my heart toward your testimonies and not to greed. So that is how we prepare. It's by seeking the Most High, praying to the Most High, seeking the righteousness, seeking the laws, the statutes, the commandments, so that we know how we, so we do have direction, guidance, and leadership in our lives from the Most High, so that we do prepare correctly. Psalm chapter 119, verse 41 through 48. May your kindness come to me, O Most High, your salvation according to your word. Verse 42, I shall offer a response to those who scorn me, for I have trusted in your word. Verse 43, do not remove from my mouth the word of utmost truth, because I have yearned for your ordinances. Verse 44, I will safeguard your Torah constantly forever and ever. Verse 45, and I will walk in broad pathways, for I have sought your precepts. Verse 46, I will speak of your testimonies before kings, and I will not be ashamed. 
Verse 47, I will be preoccupied with your commandments that I love. Verse 48, and I will lift my hands to your commandments, which I love, and I will discuss your statutes. That is how we continue to properly prepare for the days ahead. That's how we know that we will be fine and safe in the days ahead. Psalm chapter 119 verse 97 through 98 Oh how I love your Torah all day long it is my conversation verse 48 98 Each of your commandments makes me wiser than my enemies for it is ever with me Those who love the Torah, the law, the statutes of the commandments, love the Most High. Righteousness makes you wiser than your enemies. Righteousness is how you prepare for the days ahead. Righteousness is your protection, your peace of mind, your salvation. Psalm chapter 119, verse 105. Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light for my path plain and simple Psalm chapter 119 verse 165 there is abundant peace to the lovers of your Torah and there is no stumbling block for them you know if you want peace and you want no stumbling block in the days ahead and how to prepare open up that Torah follow those law statutes and commandments Hearken to them, accept wisdom, accept discipline from the Most High. Proverbs chapter 2, verse 9 through 12. Then you will understand righteousness and justice, fairness in every good course. Verse 10. When wisdom enters your heart and knowledge becomes pleasant to your soul. Verse 11. A wise design will watch over you and understanding will safeguard you. Verse 12, to rescue you from the way of evil, from a person who speaks duplicities. The Torah will save you from perverse ideas from evildoers, and the Most High will protect you. Therefore, you can focus on the things that you can control, and you know how to prepare for the days ahead. Let the Most High do the majority of the work. Just put in the work that you need to put in and trust that you'll be taken care of. Know that you'll be taken care of. Proverbs chapter 31, chapter 3, verse 31 through 32. Do not envy the man of violence and do not choose any of his ways. Verse 32. For one who deviates is an abomination to the Most High, and his counsel is with the upright. I'm going to read verse 33. The Most High's blight is upon the house of the wicked. He blesses the abode of the righteous. We are to always avoid strife, violence, and scoffing. Avoid the wicked. Avoid anyone bringing you down, who's distracting you from your mission. Who's So... 
who's distracting you to the point where you're unable to prepare. Just avoid them. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 6 through 8. Go to the ant, you sluggard. See its ways and grow wise. Verse 7. Though there is neither officer nor guard nor ruler over her. Verse 8. She prepares her food in the summer and stores up her food in harvest time. I'm going to read verse 9. How long will you recline, O sluggard? When will you arise from your sleep? So that's a lesson from the Most High, from through Solomon, that we are to be resilient and mindful of our time and plan ahead just like ants do. Even in their short time on this earth, they make the most of it. They plan ahead. They prepare. Not only themselves, but their colony, their family, so that's what we need to do. We need to get up off our butts and do that and stop being lazy. Stop having the mindset of Christianity that somebody's going to come and save you. That all you got to do is just have faith and hope and just sit back. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 20 through 23. Heed, my son, the command of your father, and do not forsake the teaching of your mother. Verse 21. Tie them to your heart always, and twine them upon your neck. Verse 22. As you go forth, it will guide you. As you recline, it will guard you. And when you awake, it will converse with you. Verse 23, for a commandment is a lamp and the Torah is light and reproving discipline is the way of life. So seek to keep the commandments. The Torah equals your light. Plain and simple. The Torah is your guide. That's how you prepare. That's how you have the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to see things clearly for what you should be focusing on. So you're not distracted. So you're not fearful. So you're not deterred. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 10 through 11. Accept my discipline and not silver, for knowledge is choicer than fine gold. Verse 11. For wisdom is better than pearls, and all desires cannot compare to it. Accept the Most High's discipline and seek the knowledge of the Most High because it is cho- it's, a, it's better than fine gold and wisdom is better than pearls. Knowledge is choicier than fine gold and wisdom is better than pearls. Most High says all desires cannot compare to it. It's just to say all that money that you have right now, all that material wealth, that's not going to mean anything once this thing collapses. But what do you know? What wisdom, knowledge, and understanding do you have? That's what's going to matter. How prepared are you? That's what's going to matter. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 21. Foolishness is joy to one who lacks an understanding heart, but a man of understanding will rejoice when he walks uprightly. I'm going to read Proverbs chapter 15, verse 22. 
Thoughts are frustrated when there is no counsel, but through an abundance of counsel, they will be established. So think about that. Those who lack understanding love foolish things. They love to be distracted. They're not preparing. And those who don't have counsel, who don't try to learn from others, who don't accept correct correction or discipline or they're just going to be frustrated because they're going to continue to go down the same path proverbs chapter 16 verse 1 to man belongs the arrangements of thoughts in his heart but from the most high comes the tongue of a tongue's reply let me read verse 2 all of man's ways are pure in his own eyes but the most high is in the midst of spirits You know, we can come up with all these ideas, but it's up to the Most High to provide us with the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to make these thoughts come true. We can think that we're, we're preparing by loading up on ammo, on food, on guns, on all these things, but only the Most High is going to be able to save you in the days ahead. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 4. Because of the winter, cold a sluggard will not plow he will desire it he will desire a crop at harvest time but it will not be there so think about that people oftentimes make up excuses as to why they don't prepare and they end up paying for it later proverbs chapter 20 verse 13 do not love sleep lest you become impoverished open your eyes then you will be sated with food stop being lazy plain and simple Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse 18. For with much wisdom comes much grief, and he who increases knowledge increases pain. We already know that's the truth for the righteous. This is not easy. We have the weight of the shoulders. We have mad responsibility, but we take it in stride. We learn to endure to the end. We know how to prepare. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 9 through 10. Two are better than one, for they get a greater return for their labor. Verse 10, for should they fall, one can lift the other, but woe to him who is alone when he falls and there is no one to lift him. We are to work together and support each other in this walk on the narrow path of the righteous so that we all know how to prepare. Let's continue this. Let's continue seeking the most high. A warning to the wicked. May the Most High bring calamities, strife, and iniquities upon you. To those who curse me, my family, and are aiming to retaliate against me for exposing them. To those who hate the Most High and His righteous saints, along with His creation. To those who trick or mock the Most High's righteous saints. To those who want to see me lose my career, my livelihood, my health, my finances, or even my life. May the Most High do unto you tenfold. May the Most High put a curse upon you and eradicate you and your entire family seed and lineage. May you no longer inhabit the earth, for the Most High speaks through me. I'm here to do his righteous work, 
Therefore, I will send a curse upon those who wish for my downfall. Peace and blessings to all of the righteous saints of the Most High. Peace and blessings to all of those who have been on their own narrow path of the righteous with the Most High, and to those who are beginning on their own narrow path of the righteous with the Most High. May the Most High continue to bless you, protect you, guide you, and provide you with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. May your life be fulfilled and may you have peace of mind all of your days along with your family lineage. All praises to the Most High and the Most High only. Shalom. Shalom.